0: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in depth, long form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Steamboat Springs teacher Garrett Swartzenjuber moved to the Colorado Mountain Resort City a little over two years ago. During that time, the 29 year old has lived in four apartments.
1: The moving, like physical moving, is pretty annoying.
0: However, the hardest part, he says, has been adjusting to new roommates. He rented a room in a house in the town of Hayden, 25 miles west of Steamboat. The woman who owned it also lived there.
1: Overall, it was pretty nice. She did accuse me of peeing on the carpet, sleepwalking, even though she had a
0: 16-year-old cat. Then there was the guy who clogged up the kitchen sink. My roommate had been pouring grease down for six months. But those days seem to be behind Garrett. He likes his new roommate. They live in a two bedroom, one bath apartment in the lower level of a house with its own entrance. The house is owned by a couple who live upstairs and the wife is also a teacher.
1: They're trying, from my understanding, trying to rent to teachers at a cheaper cost. And so like met with them and it's like, yeah, this is a great fit.
0: The place is affordable. He and his roommate each pay $900 a month, including most utilities. Finding housing, and affordable housing at that, is really hard in Steamboat. So Garrett's pretty happy with his new place.
1: 30% of my in- teacher income is now under rent. So before it was above 30%. And that it just is nice to be looking and seeing, like, oh, I don't have to spend this much on rent each month. I can put it towards something else.
0: Garrett teaches social studies and language arts at Yampa Valley High School. He's got good friends, a girlfriend, and is a raft guide during the summer and a part-time ski instructor in the winter. He's built a life for himself and has no plans to leave Steamboat anytime soon. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for other teachers in the district. In a survey taken in the fall of 2022... Nearly 42% of Steamboat Springs School District employees said they would likely leave because of the lack of affordable housing. I'm Stephanie Daniel, and this is the Colorado Dream Housing Wanted from KUNC News. From restaurant servers to police officers to local doctors, it's hard for people at nearly every income level to find housing in Mountain Resort communities. This series investigates the housing challenges facing residents, and perhaps, most importantly, what community leaders are doing or not to find solutions. This is Episode 5, When Housing Fails Teachers. The Steamboat Springs School District wants to understand how housing is impacting staff. As we've been reporting, there is a dire lack of places to live for the local workforce, and this extends to educators. The school district isn't quite sure yet what its solution to the housing crisis should be. According to a spokesperson, it is actively collaborating with city and local leaders to come to the right solutions. The district plans to take its time to ensure whatever is done is the most sustainable option for years to come. Luckily, they can look to other high country school districts for guidance, like Eagle County. Eagle County is home to Vail and Beaver Creek, two ritzy ski havens that attract rich visitors and second homeowners from around the world. But it's increasingly difficult for the local workforce to live there. The people who make this community tick, like store clerks, nurses, and of course, teachers. KUNC rural and small communities reporter, Ray Solomon, takes us to the heart of the county to examine how one school district is taking matters into their own hands to make it possible for educators to live and work in the community.
2: The skies are blue and the mountain trails beckon on this perfectly clear, warm summer day in Eagle, Colorado. But Carrie Rogers is stuck inside, packing up her apartment, getting ready for yet another move
1: junk drawer do people pack up their junk drawers or is it trash (laughs) seriously how many things of soy sauce does a person need
2: carrie is tall and blonde in her late 40s and a bundle of chutzpah about 10 years ago she started all over again ditched the east coast for the colorado mountains launched a totally new career in education i
1: had fallen in love with teaching and i was like this is it this is what i want to do
2: But at the same time that Carrie was getting a foothold in the new career, she found herself on constantly shifting, unstable ground when it came to her housing situation. As we sit on the front porch of the apartment she's leaving, she tells me the long, convoluted story about her housing history. Luckily, I was able to find this place. How she'd managed to find a series of apartments.
1: So I lived with multiple people in that place. Through a few lucky breaks
2: word of mouth, and often informal agreements with homeowners. We don't have a lease. This is very casual. On her teacher's salary, market rate was never an option.
1: Anytime I was able to find affordable rent, it was for people who really want teachers here. So they were making those sacrifices to not charge so much rent.
2: For a time, she tells me, it was worth it. She was willing to make sacrifices to break into her dream job while living in the dreamy Vale Valley. But now she's exhausted she dreams of the stability of owning her own home.
1: It would be roots. It would be security
2: long-term. Here's the hard math she's up against. First-year teachers in the school district start at around $50,000 a year. With 10 years and a master's degree under her belt, Carrie earns about $65,000. Meanwhile, The median sale price for a home in Eagle County reached $1.3 million in August 2023.
1: Why am I sacrificing this goal of being able to be a homeowner and like setting roots down and eventually being able to have a family just so I can stay here and like work my fingers to the bone
2: to afford rent? And Carrie is not the only teacher facing this difficult calculation.
3: We've lost some outstanding educators in my time in the district who could
2: just no longer afford to be here. Philip Qualman is the superintendent of the Eagle County School District. He's unequivocal that the lack of affordable housing is causing a full-on staffing crisis within the local schools.
3: We are about to start our third year where we have about 10% of our positions vacant.
2: Qualman says older, experienced teachers leave because it's not realistic for them to buy a home. And the scarcity of affordable rentals makes it hard to bring in new recruits.
3: And every year we get people who accept positions and then they end up declining after they look at the housing market and say, I just can't make it work.
2: By the time Qualman became superintendent in 2019, the district was already strategizing about how they could tackle their staffing crisis by chipping away at the underlying housing crisis. In 2020, they came out with a master housing plan that set a new goal to develop 120 new housing units for district staff by 2030 it called for a mix of affordable rentals and homeownership opportunities and that is how the eagle county school district an organization that until recently was solely focused on educating children got into the business of affordable housing eagle county isn't an outlier Across Colorado, particularly in the mountain resort communities and along the Front Range, the vast majority of teachers are not paid enough to buy a home in the district where they live. What sets Eagle County School District apart is that they're one of a handful of early adopters of this new idea that it's the school's responsibility to make sure staff can buy affordable homes where they work. And what the school district lacks in affordable housing development expertise, it makes up for in the most important affordable housing asset of all, land to build on. The schools own several parcels of land, large and small, throughout the Eagle River Valley. And some of those parcels are already being developed. It's happening. There's a construction trailer there. And then these guys are putting up fence. So this is the site. Tim Moffitt works with special needs kids in the school district. At 61 years old, he's still youthful and athletic with a salt and pepper goatee. And last summer, he took me to a grassy hillside next to the football field at Eagle Valley Middle School to show me the patch of ground that will soon be his home. This is basically where my house is, mine is gonna be. Right here, we're standing in it? Yeah, kind of. We might be in the driveway right here, I don't know. That patch of ground is one of the first parcels the district prioritized for affordable homeownership development. To pull it off, they donated the land to Habitat for Humanity and partnered with them on the project. Twelve of the 16 homes coming to this site are reserved for school district employees. When all is said and done, Tim will own his home. Can't get into my house fast enough. I'm so psyched. (laughs) That means he'll stay here long term. He'll be working with kids in the school district for years to come. And that's a big deal because without this Habitat opportunity, that wouldn't be an option for him. I would have to leave the valley, full stop. I could not play ball on the open market up here at all. So really, most of our workforce doesn't qualify to purchase a home on the open market. Elise Howard is development director with Habitat for Humanity, Vale Valley. She was thrilled when her organization teamed up with the school district a few years ago. I really want to live in a community where the teachers who are teaching my children also live. Habitat for Humanity is known for making homeownership possible for low-income families. That's the Habitat brand. And usually, the low-income people they work with in Eagle County make between 35% and 80% of the area median income, commonly called AMI. But homes in the Eagle River Valley have gotten so expensive that Habitat had to expand their very definition of low-income in order to work with the schools. We agreed that we would pilot a higher AMI, so we would go up to 100% AMI. In Eagle County, 100% AMI is just over $118,000 for a family of four. That's more than any teacher in the district earns. The median district pay right now is just over $67,000 a year. So it's safe to assume that unless they have a spouse with significant earnings, most teachers in the district could now qualify for a Habitat for Humanity home.
0: The Eagle County School District has made developing affordable homeownership opportunities a key part of their strategy to retain staff. But Ray, will that
2: be enough to keep teachers in the school system? It's hard to say, right? Tim got lucky and he got a home, but there were 52 school employees who applied for those 12 Habitat homes. So if you think about it, that means there are 40 teachers who wanted a home and didn't get one, including Carrie Rogers, the special ed teacher we met up at the top of the story. Uh, She applied for a Habitat home and she did not get one. You have to wonder what people in her shoes are thinking. How fed up are they? Will they stay? Will they end up leaving? Coming up, Ray
0: takes a look at the other half of the Eagle County School District housing plan, affordable rentals.
2: That's after the break. The Colorado Dream Housing Wanted is supported by Berg Hill Greenleaf Ruschidi, a full-service law firm offering a wide range of legal services to businesses and individuals throughout the Rocky Mountain region and beyond. BHGR is a company committed to Coloradans and initiatives that support a quality business environment with emphasis in diversity, equity, and inclusivity, workforce development, transportation access, and affordable housing. More at BHGRlaw.com. How do you stay in the know? Well, if you're in Northern Colorado, just listen to In the NoCo, a thought-provoking podcast that captures and
0: questions what it means to live in Northern Colorado, all in just nine minutes.
2: I'm your host, Erin O'Toole, and I hope you'll join me for In the NoCo, Tuesday through Friday during Morning Edition on 91.5 KUNC. You can also listen and subscribe at our website, KUNC.org, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts.
0: I'm Stephanie Daniel. And this is the Colorado Dream Housing Wanted from KUNC News. The school district in Eagle County has been facing a severe staffing shortage due to the lack of affordable housing. And now they're making housing a key pillar in their staff recruitment and retention strategy. My KUNC colleague, Ray Solomon, continues the story with a look at the school district's work to build up
2: affordable workforce rental housing. Last summer, Eagle County School Superintendent Philip Qualman was staring down yet another short-staffed school year. He was worried that his employees were getting stretched too thin, filling in the gaps, and he worried about all the kids in the classrooms who weren't getting all the support they needed.
3: In desperation, I I reached out to property owners throughout the valley, and I sent a, a letter And asked if you have any vacancy in your home or or you have a vacation home, if you have a room that you'd be willing to rent out to a school district employee, uh, give us a call.
2: Qualman might have sent out those letters in desperation, but he wasn't just taking a wild stab in the dark. Like most locals, Qualman was acutely aware of the area's high housing vacancy rate. Like many mountain resort communities in Colorado, Close to 50% of homes in Eagle County are vacation properties that sit empty most of the time.
3: I just thought, why not just ask the question? Let's find out who in the community has space that they would be willing to make available.
2: A school superintendent begging homeowners to provide staff housing is an unusual move. A bit of a stunt. The letter got a lot of attention, made a few headlines, and even shook some new housing opportunities out of the woodwork but Quammen says he wouldn't exactly consider many of them affordable.
3: We had a, a house offered in Beaver Creek for, for about 6000 a month. Thank, thank you for the offer, uh, but I don't know that any of our staff could afford that.
2: Now, obviously, not every home in Eagle County goes for $6,000 a month, but housing costs are up there. And a teacher's salary just can't compete with the local market rate for rentals. When Qualman sent Eagle County homeowners that letter, he was hoping some of them would be a little altruistic, that they'd be willing to leave money on the table and rent out their units at below market rate, at a price an educator could actually afford. I was like,
4: yeah, that makes sense.
2: And some Eagle County homeowners, like Simon DeSwan, picked up what Qualman was putting down.
4: Schools right now, you can't get a school teacher out here. They have nowhere to live.
2: I met Simon at the beautiful Victorian-style home in Eagle that he shares with his husband. The first floor is a fully-equipped two-bed, two-bath apartment with its own entrance to the outside. They've made a habit of renting it out to workers in the community who would otherwise struggle to afford life in Eagle County, like a local pastry chef who has lived there for a few years.
4: So this has just been a very intentional
2: commitment on our part. Simon estimates he could get about $500 a month more for the space if he rented it out on the open market. But he's more interested in contributing to the community in this little way that he can.
4: Teachers bring a lot to the community. If you don't have education, good education in your community, there's a lot that just falls apart.
2: So when an opening came up in the downstairs apartment to share it with the pastry chef, Simon reached out to the school's. Right around the same time the superintendent's letter went out, construction crews broke ground on a much more concrete effort to ease the school's housing crisis. Miller Flats, the Eagle County School District's first ground-up affordable apartment complex, just off of I-70, next to the Battle Mountain High School in Edwards. Construction crews here are building 37 apartment units, a mix of one, two, and three bedrooms, all for school staff. The district will rent them out at rates specifically designed to be affordable for their employees. And as construction progressed over the months, one school district employee in particular has been watching with keen interest. This is Julian Milares.
4: I am a teacher. I work for Diego County School District.
2: Julian has years of experience as an educator in his home country of Colombia, but he just started his second year teaching second grade at Avon Elementary. He and his wife, Daniela Gonzalez, moved to the area so he could take the job.
4: We are on a J-1 visa and she's my
2: dependent. Their housing story starts way back when they were still in Colombia. Julian had just accepted the job offer from Eagle Schools and they were sniffing around online for a place to live.
4: We didn't find anything, you know. so. At that moment, we we
2: started feeling like a little concerned about the housing. Julian was starting to think he might have to back out of the job after all. But at the last minute, something came through. A leasing agent at an apartment complex in Gypsum called him about an opening.
4: And I said, yes, I didn't know. It was a one bedroom apartment. It was a studio apartment. It was a two bedroom, three bedroom. We didn't know and we didn't care. We needed a place to live.
2: It turned out to be a one bedroom, which suited their needs. But they never had any options, never had an opportunity to choose where they want to live. And it turns out they don't want to live in Gypsum. Last summer, Julian and Daniela showed me around that apartment. It's in a newish complex next to the airport in Gypsum. Daniela.
4: This is, I would say, the only or one of the only places that are affordable in the whole Eagle County.
2: Sitting around their kitchen table, they told me about why they're interested in moving to the Miller Flats apartment. For Julian, it's a long drive to the school where he teaches, which is a drag. But Gypsum isn't just out of the way. Compared to other parts of the valley, it's kind of a sleepy town, which has been hard for Daniela, who works from home and doesn't have her own car. So I'm here alone all the day. I'm the crazy lady of cats, so I talk with my cats all day. But yeah, it, sometimes it didn't, it didn't help because I feel very lonely. On top of that, their supposedly affordable apartment still costs $1,700 a month. It eats up a good chunk of their income, and they were starting to question their decision to move here. When Julian heard that the district was building affordable staff housing in the lively town of Edwards, his ears perked up. The lower rent would free up several hundred dollars each month, but best of all, the apartments were in a desirable location, just three miles from Julian's school in a very walkable area.
4: I immediately thought of my wife, you know, like this could be a good opportunity because uh, it's in Edwards. There was a lot of things to do in Edwards she wants to go buy something for her lunch, she can go.
2: 144 of Julian's colleagues in the school district apparently had the same thought. Applications for the 37 apartments poured in and they had to hold a lottery. That was the only fair way to do it.
4: I have you in speaker.
2: Okay. A few weeks after we talked around the kitchen table, the lottery results came in by email.
4: I'm here taking my email real quick. Um, yeah, lottery results. Yes, I'm the 25th.
2: Julian's name came up early on the list. Number 25. It's like getting the 25th draft pick out of 37 available spots.
0: Wait,
4: it looks like we we, we won. I think you won it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, a little relieved, uh, if, if, if that's how we can say it
2: they'll get to move into a brand new one-bedroom apartment at Miller Flats next spring, which means Julian will be able to continue teaching Eagle County kids until his visa runs out in a few years. In very concrete ways, the school district's focus on affordable housing is helping to combat their staffing problems. When educators like Tim and Julian can afford to live where they work, they stay and contribute to the community. And then, there's Carrie Rogers, the feisty special ed teacher we met at the beginning of the story, who is packing up her apartment.
1: clearly evidence that I've been a person who has had to move quite a few times, that when I see a box, and I'm like, ooh, that's a good box, I could use that for packing.
2: <laughs> Carrie's story isn't as clear cut. When I met her at the end of the last school year, she needed to find a new apartment, which counts as an actual crisis when affordable housing is non-existent. I was losing sleep about not knowing what was gonna happen. What happened is that Superintendent Coleman's letter, the one pleading with homeowners for help, that letter got her out of that jam. She ended up connecting with Simon DeSwan, the Eagle homeowner who saw the letter and reached out to the school district. She moved into his downstairs apartment in July. and She's now roommates with the pastry chef. Another school district housing policy win, right? Well, Carrie says that win is just temporary. Losing out on the Habitat lottery hit her hard. And she says she's had it with the perpetual hopeless housing dance of the Colorado Mountains. She says this will be her last apartment and her last year in Eagle. She plans to leave the area for good when the school year ends and take her years of teaching experience with her.
0: The Eagle County School District is in the process of building 12 for sale homes and 37 rental units designed to be affordable for their staff. But demand for those units far outstripped supply. And stories like Carrie Rogers highlight that there's still a lot of unmet housing needs.
2: Ray, what else can the school district do? There's a lot they can do, Stephanie. You know, they own a few more sites that they're looking at for future development. Some of those sites are a little iffy because the topography is difficult or they're just really remote. And then there's the site in Minturn. It's their largest site. It can fit more than 130 units. And that's the next one up in the planning process. The school district just submitted development plans for that project, and they're hoping to break ground on it sometime in 2025. But honestly, when I spoke with Superintendent Qualman, He told me flat out that he just doesn't have all the tools he needs to solve his staff housing problem, and it's likely to persist for years to come.
0: On the next episode of the Colorado Dream, Housing Wanted, we're back in the town of Breckenridge, where a new workforce housing neighborhood is under construction. But with just 61 units, only a small group of residents will end up with a home.
1: And it was just like the most gut-wrenching thing ever. So we make $1,000 too much and then they just deny us.
0: That's next time on the season finale of The Colorado Dream. The Colorado Dream Housing Wanted is a production from KUNC News. It's hosted and produced by me, Stephanie Daniel. This episode was written and reported by Ray Solomon. Editing by Sean Corcoran. The theme song was composed by Jason Patton. Michelle Rado sound designed and mixed the episode. Jennifer Coombs is the digital editor. Special thanks to Ashley Jeffcoat, Scott Franz, Robin Vincent, Robert Leja, and Mike Arnold. Tammy Terwelp is KUNC's president and CEO. To learn more about Eagle County's housing crisis, what the school district is doing about it, and see photos of the people included in this episode and other extras, go to KUNC.org slash Colorado Dream or check out the show notes for a link.